0: Well, hello, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are on your morning walk, morning run, ride, commute, whatever you're doing, thanks for tuning in. It's another episode of the My Love of Golf podcast. Roscoe here, your host, ably joined by the two great men of the podcast. Yes, can only be the one and only. Yes, you've, it's never going to get old. Rodney, how are you, mate? Oh, I'm good, thank you, Roscoe. How about yourself? I'm very good. Great to see you. How's, um... How's the maybe 18th, 19th month of you working at home going? Is it okay? Oh, it's fantastic.
1: NFL season has started. The preseason started out. Number three pick, Trey Lance, has thrown an absolute bomb. Uh, I've watched pretty much every game. Hang on. What, what podcast am I on again? <laughs>
0: Yes, uh, so what you're picking up, people, is uh, Rocket hasn't been uh, too much involved in a lot of the golf uh, of late. He's it's the NFL season. He's watched uh, what is it? The preseason, the season, the full season? Is it the uh,
1: what? first first week of the preseason? There was something like 14 games. I've watched them all.
0: All of the games. What sort of circadian sort of NFL football rhythms are you keeping? What when, when does that happen?
1: No, no, NFL Game Pass, the best best investment you'll ever have. So you go and watch the, the games that you want in a f- full mode and then they give you a condensed mode. So basically cut out all the other bits and pieces. So get it down to about 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. So you could churn through a lot of games over a weekend.
0: And you're a 49ers fan? Absolutely. How tipping, you know, this is based around uh, a bit of tipping, a bit of form, a bit of, um, you know, crystal balling. How are they going to go this year? <sighs> big year. It's a big year. Big but- year for the gold rush. They win the thing last year. No, that was um, that was Tampa Bay. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> and how did the 49ers go last year? Oh, we stunk. All oh, right. Any any big ins? Did the you know they draft some people in?
1: Oh, and yeah, number three pick Trey Lance. Remember my video yeah, I yeah. put on Instagram? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm so happy. Okay. I'm so happy. And
0: does so, he does he just come straight from draft Emo straight into the ones?
1: Ah, uh, so he got some reps um in the first quarter and the second quarter and effectively he's competing for the starting job in okay. say four weeks so we'll see what happens
0: Yep. yeah right uh just uh, while we're talking about nfl football shout out to uh a mate of mine uh scott Dwayne. um if you know scott Dwayne's name um Shout out to Scott because his young fellow's over at Old Dominion uh, playing college uh, ball, and it's uh, just turned 21. So happy birthday to young uh, young fellow of Dwayne! If you are listening over there in the states and you follow Old Dominion, the young Aussie that's kicking the ball a thousand miles up into the air—that's—he's uh, a Melbourne we've, boy.
1: We've got an Aussie punter
0: That's 49ers.
1: Yeah, yeah, Mitch. What? Wish Mitch Swistowski. <laughs> oh, the old it's Mitch f- Swistowski. The, yeah, yeah, he's. he's his, his last name is a bit of a mouthful. Okay, yeah.
0: And uh, just another shout out, young man, Eliza fella, uh, that's uh, at Oregon. Um, young Tommy, cheapers uh, weepers. He played uh, Aussie rules with my son. He's uh, at um, Orange, Orange, uh, Oregon, Oregon State. He's at Oregon State. Oh,
1: Oregon State, not yeah. Oregon.
0: Yeah, Oregon. Uh, the, so he's not a duck. Uh, the the green with the O. Oh, so he's just at Oregon then. Oregon. So he's a he's a duck. He's a duck. Sorry, he's a young Tommy from Annaliza, um, that kicks the ball also a million miles. That's not a bad unit. Yeah, uh, not a bad school. It's
1: a, very, it's a very good program actually for college.
0: Yeah, right. Football. Oh, there you go. Keep an eye out for Tommy from Australia over there at Oregon for all of you, um, you know, NFL DraftKings. Kings. Uh. Pac-12. Yeah, there you
1: go. So there we go, flexing the US sport muscle.
0: So not a lot of golf watched for you, Rocket, but um, nope. I'm sure that you will have some flex in the golf sense as well. Uh, Magic, how are you, mate? You well? I'm good, thanks. Very good. How's your lockdown six going? not We're not going to turn this into a lockdown chat, but how's it going? How's your lockdown going?
2: Yeah, it's pretty similar to one through five. Not much has changed. No golf. Mm-hmm. um There were a few lads out playing golf on Sunday, which I was pretty disappointed in. Mainly jealousy, if nothing else. um But no, no. When you're welcome. Just before Ross, you said, you know, if you're listening on the commute, I've forgotten what a commute is. I've been at home since. Since uh, March 2020, I've spent three hours in the office since then, and that's it. So, yeah,
0: it's a different inc- world. It is insane. Well, maybe, uh, yeah, I think of commute because I've still been commuting into Franklin Street's biggest golf shop in in Franklin Street. I can guarantee that much. Um, and still getting a, a few uh, hot dots, rockets, and, um, you know, pinnacles out the door. A couple uh, of
1: pink flying ladies, pink flying ladies. <laughs> you
0: know what well, I Funnily enough, um, I digress for a second. The My Golf Spy, and I don't read a lot of My Golf Spy, but a little bit, um, put their ball test out today. Obviously, they do all the independent testing. They've had every ball that's currently in production tested uh, with high, medium, and uh, sort of low swing speed players. It's always an interesting read. For me, it throws up a bit of stuff that I already knew and, and confirms what I already knew. Golf balls, you know, we'll talk about golf balls for a second. Rocket, what do you, what, what do you look for in a golf ball? Hmm.
1: The, the, the thing that I used to look for before I stopped being super competitive was obviously just feel, you know, how, how it felt, and then especially um, around the greens. And I always had to look for low-spin balls unfortunately I, I don't know what it is for, for some reason i would have an ability to put a little bit of jizz on that thing and it would zip off so even um when i was probably at my best i was still using the low spin pro v and i could make that thing dance like fred astaire
0: so back then you were when you say low spin pro v you were talking about like the pro v1x
1: yeah right so everyone else everyone else is using the normal standard one and they're they're seeing me use the Pro V X, so the low spin one, they can't get it to do anything, and I, I can make I can make it dance.
0: What was your go-to ball when you were a young young fella? Yeah, you, your junior days, before the Pro V one three nine two revolution. Oh the old Maxfly Ballata nineties. The H T the Maxfly H T ninety Balata. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was an
1: absolute that was an absolute
0: ripper. Although the unfortunate. But the best thing
1: about those ones is when you ki- when you're trying to nip one, and you do nip it, and you can hear the fizz because you've you've pierced it, and you can hear the winding starting to actually come out of the ball. Sort of goes like, like this. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny when I think about the shots that I would hit back then, uh, the amount of times I'd be like getting up to the green i be like fellas i'm gonna check my ball <laughs>
0: um if if you are i guess a golfer of the era where post the pro v1 being invented yeah, you know, which is like early 2000 maybe 2001 thereabouts um if you didn't really play golf before then yeah you, know, you wouldn't have experienced the golf balls that you know rocket's spoken about i've played with um not sure about you mike if yeah, you know, we'll get we'll get to your golf ball expertise in a sec but um Obviously golf balls change a lot and you know we're not going to turn this into a rollback discussion but it was just interesting to see that um, article on My Golf Spy because I talk to a lot of people about golf balls and really it's still very clear to me that uh, a lot of people need more education on, on golf balls to in terms of getting golf balls fit for their game. Many people just want to come in and buy a tall level golf ball and you know, after a quick analysis and discussion, you know, you work out that they're twenty-two handicap, swing a driver at about seventy-nine miles an hour, and don't really work the ball left or right, and and generate enough you know spin, and need help in other areas. And but they want to buy the tall level golf ball, and it's always a really hard discussion to try and get someone away from buying the. the the premium level golf balls not that you try and get them away but you know try and articulate that this one that's20 dollars cheaper is actually going to perform better for you for this reason and that my golf spy article sort of articulates a little bit of that for example you know there let's name a name uh, there's a couple of balls um, the tailormade tool response uh, I've just given a f- couple of those away in um, one of the giveaways that I've done it's a softer compression it's about a 70 compression ball. Let's not go into what compression is, but it's basically how much it squeezes on the club face. The softer the compression, the more it squeezes. But it's got a urethane cover. Now, ideally, you think that that's not suitable for a high-swing speed player. But in their testing, high-swing speed, high-spin players, so someone like me that hits down on a little bit and generates a lot of spin due to speed and then therefore generates a lot of spin loft of the ball, um, those softer balls don't spin as much. So the lack of spin makes up for the reduced ball f- ball speed. So the more the ball's squashed on the face, the more less speed it has. But bit because smash factor, because it's got more less spin, it's piercing the air better. And that was I I, I didn't actually know that in data. I've, I don't test the balls in spins and datas and all that sort of thing. But I know if I need to hit the ball a bit straighter, that if I use one of those softer compression balls with the urethane cover, and now urethane is this is the cover on the ball that makes it spin a lot the tall balls have got that and these lower compression balls have that um i usually hit it a bit straighter it doesn't go as high because it doesn't spin as much but i hit it a bit straighter and i don't really lose any distance i thought that was interesting because it confirmed it anyway mike what do you use for a golf ball
2: oh yeah i use the standard pro v Mm -hmm. um, have for a very long time so i'm probably just that slight generation post not that i'm a young man but I probably started playing golf, like I've said before, in my early 20s. So that's, you know, 20 years ago. So it was right when ProVs first started coming out. So when I first was probably starting to hack around, I wasn't too fussed about what sort of golf ball it was. And then this golf ball came out that you heard that was the greatest thing ever and people could... It was a point there. Remember when that first one came out that people were hitting it up on, uh, teeing it up on the seam because if you teed it up on the seam, you could actually hit it a bit even longer again. And so I fell in love with that idea, and I I'd probably use it for a long time since. Um, I'm probably less less fast about. I, I'd probably use if I was going to go and play a comp tomorrow or something here and there. I'd probably get out a fresh Pro V. Um, but now that they they do personalized numbers as well so i get my lucky number on the front which is good well oh, how good is that? It's awesome well,
1: because taylor um, may do that as well especially in australia i used to have to get mine shipped via no, us I address
2: love it. and i'm 21 so 21 doesn't it's not a normal number that someone's going to pick
0: but um for anyone that does fancy a box of their own numbers what number one to 99 i think there are only a couple of places in melbourne that you can get them well,
2: i got mine from Drummond in the city. Oh, so, really? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but I find now that I'm 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 more inclined to a pretty very similar to what Rocket said. I want something that's a bit soft. Something's got a bit of bit of um, juice around the greens. Um, I'm not a massive hitter, so I'm, I'm I'm not super chasing distance. But I find that I'm probably less less strict to what I'm playing if I'm just going to have a social hit. So I like going I actually would Never ever use a fluoro golf ball. if I go down to my local nine hole where it's quite common for golf balls to go anywhere and people will pick up your ball, I will play a fluorescent pink golf ball if it means no one's going to pick it up. I don't care. Oh, Bubba. Yeah. I will just, oh, the Volvik, absolutely. I found a few in the trees. But it's funny. People that play them are blind and they lose the most unlosable golf ball and they're everywhere. So, um, yeah, I'm sort of, I've used the, the Callaway soccer balls and just bits and pieces like that. Just, um, less precious, but if I was going to go and have a, a round tomorrow and I'm playing in a comp, I'd, I'd still hit in the Pro-V.
0: Well, we could dedicate a whole discussion to golf balls. We could dedicate a whole discussion to all golf products, and if you want to hear us talk more about golf products with more than 31 seconds of preparation, because um, that was just really off the cuff, if you want to hear us talk about more equipment uh, in a prepared sense, um, yes, it would be good if we could get back to be playing golf. Um, let us know. Because uh, I know a bloke who knows a bloke could probably organise a couple of dozen golf balls for these blokes to test and, and evaluate, or maybe a wedge or two, and just check the spinometry of uh, these new wedges that are coming out. And you, who just—I uh, heard a great thing. Um, if you go to Callaway's Instagram, uh, Johnny Wonder. Now, now, Johnny Wonder used to be the WRX guy. Is that right? Don't know. Um, Johnny Wonder used to be a w, WR, golf WRX guy. Now I think he's been. Pinch to go to Callaway, did a great interview with Roger Cleveland um, on the release of the new uh, tall-toe, big-face, uh, I forget, they don't call it high-toe because that's the tailor-made name, Their um, New Wedges. And just to listen to Roger Cleveland... Uh, about wedges. I could listen to that man all day. Mm. TaylorMade just dropped their new Mill Grind 3 wedges. and uh, They, they know, look mint they, too. They do look mint. Um, new irons coming out. The P790s uh, just come out. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, They've got their new irons coming out. There's a whole lot of new stuff that will come out. Um, yeah, if you want to hear us talk about more golf, golf gear, let us know. That'd be good. Uh, last bit of housekeeping. T-shirts, gents. Did the, 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 the delivery of the uh, T-shirts turn up? Affirmative, yes. Okay, and thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs up, thumbs up. Beautiful, yeah, beautiful thing. The fit, fit was okay. Fit was good. Yep. So, Rocket, you're a medium. Yep. And and Mike, you're sort of large, large, extra large.
2: Yeah, somewhere in the middle, but the um, I'm quite happy in the XL at the minute, which is good.
0: Okay, and we've already got got a couple go, gone out the door, going out the door. We've had one request oh. from the, from. Where's uh, Where's Chris from? Arizona. Yeah, Phoenix. Phoenix. We yep. had a request from Phoenix, Arizona. So uh, we've got we've got one going across there. Uh, we've got another one of uh, big, um, long time listeners uh, supporting us um, with a with a if you so if you see a My Love of Golf podcast MLOG flag and a podcast uh, t shirt out there in the suburbs of Melbourne, um, give that man a shout out and give him a pat in the back and say thank you for listening. Um, if anyone wants a T-shirt, let us know. We could probably make them available. Um, okay. What happened in last week's World of Golf? Could I just go with one thing? Uh We, sure. talked, yes. we talked about this young lady uh, when I think not many other people sort of put her on the radar, that great week where you know, we had Australians winning everything everywhere. And not all the agencies put young Kirsten Rudgley on the map. It was when she won the Helen Home. And I want to just say sorry to Kirsten because we should have mentioned last week that she not only won the on Home, but then she won the English Women's Amateur title. And not only has she won the English Women's Amateur title, so beating you know a very, very, very good golfer over a 36-hole uh, event, she was two down with two to play, won the final two holes of you know, hole 34, uh, hole 35, and hole 36, went to a, a playoff and just nailed the birdie on the par five first to. Um, I just don't know how these guys do it over 36 holes and get to the last two holes and, you know, pull it back. It was just amazing that she did. Um, so congratulations to you, Kirsten, and she's qualified for the British Women's Open at Carnoustie this week. So great little oh. sti- great little oh. steam for the West Australian over there in um, the British Isles.
1: Oh, I've been five down with eight to play over 36 and one one up on the last <laughs> in a state pennant final.
0: Okay. Uh, that betters my, I think, what was I, four up with five to play in a home pennant match, uh, Peninsula District pennant match for Mornington at Mornington. I think I was five up with five to play and lost on the, four up with five to play, lost on the last. I, was, that, I, was, I, was,
1: I hold a, Hold an eight-footer on the last at Kingston Beach in the dark. The lights from the uh, clubhouse are the only thing that were are uh, keeping, me um,
2: lighting up the hole. I, I had three straight pars once.
1: <laughs> there
0: you go One of the greatest displays of courageous golf Ken Venturi versus Rocket um, Anyway, Kirsten Mudgeley I can't wait to follow her in the Women's British Open Which moves to Carnoustie this week Oof Most of uh, the excitement last week for the women's golf was centred around the um, Scottish Women's Open at, uh, as we said last week, Dumbarney, and that course looked fantastic. It's a new course, um, uh, Clark, uh, Clive Clark, I think, uh, Jeepers, Weepers, I've gone blank. You'd think I'd have notes, but I don't. Uh, But Mr. Clark uh, designed that course. It's a great course just in Leven. Leven is an exceptional part of that five coast where every little town just has another wonderful golf course. Uh, Leven Links, uh, London Links, Carnoustie, Anstruther, Ely, around the corner to Crail. I've probably missed. There's two courses at Crail a, um, a Gil Hans and then the Old Bell Commie Links. It's a one. Not wonderful- the St
1: Patrick's? No. Oh, no. That's, a- that's, the, doke, that's the doke one. Sorry. St Patrick's
0: is the doke over in uh, Rosapenna in Donegal. Uh, but yeah, Dumbani, it just looked fantastic. Nice and wide, big greens up and down, moving back to the water. It looked fantastic. Uh, the. Ryan O'Toole was the winner there. First time in 10 years, Ryan O'Toole has won on the LPGA slash LET tour. So it was obviously a combined event. And uh, she was a sensational golfer, very strong. It was a it was a course that seemed to suit the good ball striking, strong uh, stronger golfers. And, you know, it was a bit of wind up and. Uh, Rhino too, congrats. Uh, Titicool was up there. Uh, Aria Jutanagan and... Um, Lydia. Lydia. Lydia Ko. Lydia Ko had a... Sh- she's coming back.
1: Lids. Do-do. Do-do, 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 yep.
0: So I think she maybe... I don't have it in front of me, but she had like maybe five or so under on the last to, to secure second. Nine. Nine under. Nine. Sorry, sorry, Lydia. My apologies. Um, nine under. And uh, Charlie Hull was up there for a while, Contention It was good to see Charlie up there for a bit. She's also a fine ball striker and a very strong player. Um, Yeah, it was great to watch. I didn't watch at all. I watched a little bit. Um, Mike, did you watch much of the uh, Women's Scottish Open? I did. I
2: watched a little bit of the second round, caught my eye, and I think I was flicking some stations and probably the one thing that made me stop and watch for longer than I thought I was going to was the conditions. It was blowing a gale. It was so, so windy that – um, the commentator was saying, uh, yep, the, the sound you can hear is, you know, sorry, apologies, we, there's nothing we can do about it, it's, it's just that windy and the flag was sideways and it was really interesting to watch them play, um, how they were attacking the course. The greens were, like you said Ross, um, were enormous um, so it was really, really interesting to see them hitting into the greens, they were obviously running a little bit slower because of the wind, they couldn't have them, you know, too hard and fast that they wouldn't, wouldn't have been able to get the ball on the green so Watching the girls' part and then um, really sort of battling with the speed of the greens and the wind was, was really interesting. I, I really enjoyed watching it. Um, a bit disappointing, Minji uh, missed the cut, um, so she was probably one that I thought might go okay last week. Um, and then I watched a little bit of the last round. That was it. But probably, if anything, was the majority was through the second round. Yeah,
0: well... It was always good to see Scotland in its uh, finery, and we get to see a little bit of it this time of year. It's great. I love the vision across the Firth of Forth over to North Berwick. You can see North Berwick Law, and it's just great. I love it. Makes me homesick. So, um, okay, British Women's Open. Who's you got a tip for that?
1: Lydia. Lydia. That's why if you saw me looking down at my phone, that's me throwing shekels down. Oh, really? <laughs>
0: So we got <laughs> li- live action on the podcast. We've got live, yeah. live on lids. Yeah. lids we've got long, long live on lids. So okay. Lydia, Charlie Hull and
1: um, Daniel
0: Kang. Okay, Charlie Hull.
1: Danic- 29, 29 for Daniel Kang.
0: I like Charlie Hull as a... Um, 34. $34. Dollars. Okay. I like Charlie Hull as a golfer. Uh, I wouldn't bet on it at the moment. I hope she proves me wrong. That's why um, you go each way, Ross? Yeah, <laughs> uh, she she gets off to great starts, and it was confirmed on the weekend. Uh, something that I thought she gets off to great starts. First two rounds are great, and then just just fall away right at the the last two rounds. But uh, I'd love to see Charlie Hull because I think she's mm. she's a great young British uh, ambassador for golf and good golfer, and um, you know pretty social on the socials and you know, has a bit of fun. I, I think because it's Carnoustie.
1: Mm-hmm. And the conditions are probably gonna be shite. This is pri- this is Lydia's form's been building up, building up, you know, bronze tied mm-hmm. for second. She's been contending, she's had a win this
2: year. Yep. Come on. I can feel it. Oh, I'm Good. with you. I, I think if if I was um if I was looking at the market, I'd be I'd have Lydia on top. Um the one that I've had a very small bet on is Lee Six. I think she's Ooh. um coming coming good and she's she's looking like she she's she's enjoying those conditions but i've I've got a funny feeling Minji might have a good week Mm. so they're they're the three that i sort of like but i mean it's it it's going to be one of those ones like rocket said last week if if the weather turns up and we're predicting the winning score to be plus over par um you want to be on the right side of the draw um, because if you're not you could find yourself by no um fault of your own not there on the weekend
0: now Minji performed pretty well at Troon, did she not? I think she was there or thereabouts, not quite, but yeah. I think you're right. I think Minji could could go well. Yeah, I think she could do well. But I would support you in the uh, all aboard the co train. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. Lee six. There you go. I wouldn't have. Okay. Jutan, Minji, uh, what about thirty six? How uh, old Jatandagan. again? What a she's yeah. a great, she's a great golfer.
2: Yeah. Yeah, mm. not that, her and her sister. They're both good golfers. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. just—I
1: uh, don't think this course is. I know they're straight, but I think this course is going to punish them.
0: Okay, all right. Uh, what else we got in the men? So we had another. Well, it wasn't a death playoff. It was. It was fairly sudden. But there was. But there was yeah. six. Six ways. It was. It was uh, a six-man
2: playoff. It was a. It's a very slow b- bleed from uh, Russell Henley, who was there for the whole week at the top of the leaderboard. Um, and I think... Uh,
1: That's about the third time he's done that this year. He did it at the US Open. There's another event not long after that. Yeah. he And which is strange because early on in his career, he was the wide to wire closer man. I think mm. he did it a couple of times, wire to he's, he's He's got a very
2: good habit of being round one leader. Um, but, yeah, he couldn't close. I think after the second round, he might even have been close to what the playoff score was at 15. Yeah. Um, I was messaging, I actually sent one message through to you guys at about three o'clock in the morning on Monday. And then as I sent it, I realized Ross has probably got his notifications on here and nah. he's, he's his, his wife's not going to be happy, Bing. but, um, I'll wake up at about two and, and, um, being a golf tragic check the European scores because I'd, I'd had a small bet on Richard Bland and, and he'd just missed out. And, um, I flicked over to the tool radio and started listening, and I thought, "Oh, this is coming down to the wire. It sounds like it might be a half an hour of good listening while they finish off. But it looks like uh, maybe Webb Simpson might pinch it or C Wu. Oh. And all of a sudden, it was a yeah. six-man yeah. playoff. Um, first time around, Adam Scott looked like he was he was home and hosed, and um, I think he had a four-footer for the win, and 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 just hit the hole, uh, didn't didn't drop, and it so he went it went
1: he hit it too close. If he was, if he was another three feet
2: away, yep, yep. No, you're probably right. It's funny because I, I read an article today that um, was on the Golf Digest. Oh no, Golf Digest. Golf Australia had posted um, around talking about Adam Scott's putting, and he, he's not, he's not a terrible putter, but he's not a great putter. Um, and when you talk about him, his strokes game putting, he sits around the, you know, the top. He loses. Top. Well, he sits top 20 in strokes gained, but when he's, when he's oh, sorry, top, two, top 30, but when you look at him over his time, he's quite poor. So, like, this week was a prime example. I think two rounds he finished in the bottom 25% of the field for putting and then one round he finished in the top five people. Um, balances out, that means you're an average putter. Average is not going to get the the job done, and rocket's pointing at his head, which also is you less. If you see him over a two footer or you see him over an eight footer, which one are you more confident he's going to make? The thirteen footer, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but no, look, he he didn't get there, and then they went back out, back up eighteen. I, I heard people raving about the the eighteenth hole as a good hole for a playoff. I didn't love it. I I, I thought it just wasn't conducive to I don't know a great display everyone seemed to be falling over themselves and and kiz did exactly what um Adam Scott had done the first time around, but he, he trained the part so he won it. And,
1: and correct me um, if I'm wrong, did I pick Kiz then last week? You did because I just And I and I, I'm the dick deal, whatever you want to call it, that didn't put any money on him. No.
2: And as I, I just said to you, we, we when we were over there in South Carolina, we played at his home course at Meadow, and we, we said that his conditions will suit, but his form hasn't been great, but it didn't matter. He uh, It's it's a lot of the time it's horses for courses and where people like playing. And we actually said see, Woo Kim as well. Yep. We said he's, he's the guy that's actually said, if you ever want to put a bet on me, this is the tournament. I like playing here. And I did. Yeah, I so did. I. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I stayed awake at three o'clock in the morning, hoping
0: he'd win. Look, I think I think we've got to take this uh, yeah tip, tips to Rooney uh, thing a bit more serious. And I don't, I know I don't like talking about betting. Uh, it's not a betting. Uh, no, it's a, we're just know, having fun. But I think I think we should. Yeah, like you're you're sitting there on the podcast here, Rocket. you know, lobbing money on Lydia. Uh, Mike's doing it. that's the only thing he bets on. We should we should. Yeah, you know, put some money into some pro Vs and Bet Pro Vs or something. I don't know. You know, if you yeah. can see the alignment, we should and, and Mike, I think, you know, you should be the admin manager for that. We could
2: easily set something up where we put in some picks and your points are whatever the prize money for that person is each week. They go into a pot and then that gives you a leaderboard. It could be us, it could be people that want to send in their picks each week. Whatever we want to do, I can I can outmanage that.
0: Uh, does anyone want to send us in their tips uh, if there was a sort of an online type uh, document or something like that if you do uh, you are part of the inner sanctum that is listening to this let us know we'll see if we can manage can't promise that it's going to be ready for uh, the fedex but uh yeah maybe it's a uh, maybe it's something that we can get get into Safeway. The, uh,
2: yeah we is in what three four weeks that's a round back to round one they get I think they get a week
0: or so off and that's it It'll be delivered over a very secure internet uh, service. Don't worry. Thank you to Rocket. And, um, yeah, the winner might get a get a Might button. be able
1: to do a Google form that they could, uh, we could um, maybe yep. do a poll. Yeah. See if people like it or not. There you and, go.
0: And the winner might play off for some cheese. There you go. There you go. And a, a, a custom printed Pro V1. And maybe some shortbreads. <laughs> That's easy. <crazy>. Um, <laughs> sorry, I, I interrupted you there, Mike.
2: No, that's it. i will happily happily um help organize that. Um, I think this week we would have, rocket, and I would have gone okay, even with C We got the T uh, two, so that was a uh, good money for
0: him, and would have been good money for our tipping. So Rocket tipped the winner. You got C who was up there. Um, and uh, did I get a did I get a top Scott? Did I get?
2: Well, top Scott was Russell Knox. I don't think he took Russell Knox. I think he took um, took Bobby Mack. Big big shot Bob. Yeah, I think he did. Mm. It's all right if it, if it makes you feel better. I'm ready for the uh, for this week's tournament to give you the market for the top scot. We're ready to go.
0: Thank you. Uh, congratulations <laughs> to Callum Hill. Talk, speaking of top scots, it's been a pretty good couple of weeks for uh, Scottish golfers. Uh, Callum Hill won the uh, Kazoo, uh, the Kazoo, the yeah. uh, in the London Golf Club, um, the Kazoo Open down there. So well done, Callum. Uh, first win in the and Euro- No, not first win it was his first win the european tour no did he win at uh, 13th Beach? uh good question second so Calv- okay i can't Calv- that. Was the other scottish yeah. fellow. um anyway doesn't matter uh congrats to callum hill who won uh, down in um in london well done uh okay what else have we got got the
2: golf this week got the uh
0: the northern trust the start of the courier cup <laughs> so as I <Rocket> would say, <laughs> so this week is the first, of the top one two five in that's the, it. the FedEx playoffs. The, yep. Northern, yep. the Northern Trust. Yep. So it will go from one twenty five and then to after 70, 70, 70, yeah, and then thirty, and then Looks that's it. The, that's the final right.
2: Yeah, three weeks, and then
0: and then they're going to have the net Ch- net club championship. Yeah, it's still the yeah. Net, it's still that net club championship. Uh, Who's worst. leading gets a 10-shot start? That's what you're saying?
1: Well, they start at 10, yeah. then 10 first the first and second is at 8, yeah. and yeah. 7, and 6, and 5, and who gives a okay. toss after
0: that? Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's talk about who's not playing this week uh, first. Who are the Who are the dramatic outs? Justin Justin Rose would have to be one of them.
2: Justin Rose is one, yeah. He um, Justin
0: Hadley's
1: ace in the final round has probably kicked kicked Justin Rose off the tour.
2: Justin Hadley's had a a, a little lazy nine under plus his first hole in one, um, so he was reasonably happy with that. And he he gets into the cl- at clubhouse and he's sitting at one twenty six. So he thinks you know things could still fall my way here. I, I might still get in, but not sure. And then a couple of hours later, Justin Rose is coming into eighteen and hits into the big green and ends up on the false front and he's got a seventy foot putt. He if he two putts it he's in, if he three putts it he's out. And he missed uh I think it was like a four or five footer, Justin Rose did. So he three putted the last. That three putt meant that Hadley went to one, two five and Rose went to one two six by one FedEx cut point. So uh yeah, pretty pretty handy last round by Chesham.
0: Ouch. Okay. Ouch. Who are the other ones that uh didn't make uh, didn't make the grade
1: camillo Vizagas, mm-hmm. nate lashley boy from brontoslava ricky fowler cam percy uh chase Seifert, charles how the third jeez that'd be like the first time he hasn't held his tour card in like mm. forever
2: um what, what is, is he, there? number 40 or 50 on all-time money list? I'm sure yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll,
1: okay. he'll, he'll, he'll yank one of those. <laughs> he'll pull, pull the, you know, made 300 cuts card or something like yeah. that, like John Senden did. 300 cuts junior. That's funny. Um, Nick Taylor. Uh, Ryan Moore, 144. Right. Jeez. Uh, Beau Van Pelt, BVP. Bo Hossler. Um, John Ha the Duffner. Oh,
2: actually, he's been battling. Yeah, he's been
1: terrible for a while. Um, young Will Gordon, after winning his way onto the tour through the Corn Ferry last year, he's probably going to be back there again. Ben Arn. Uh, he's probably more worried about the army at the moment. Jimmy Skywalker.
0: Jimmy, jimmy walker pick. jimmy
1: walker off or- yeah text walker texas ranger um I f- i'm trying to think he won in 2016. i don't think he's got an exemption left
2: he won a few times i think around the end. no but
1: it. after he won the pga i don't think he won after that oh so his pga exemption well, runs been. out i think it runs out okay um so he he probably has to i, I don't know Go down to the ranch. Um, who else is on there? Uh, There's a
2: few. There's a few that missed. I mean, look. Yeah. The only one who's the only one who's um, who's of the top twenty-five this week that's qualified that didn't isn't playing is Usti. Um, a little bit like Sergio, I think, was probably the first one that did it a few years ago, where he realised well, no matter what happens here, I'm not going to get bumped out of the top 70. So I don't have to be here and can take another week off and then head straight into that top 70 and go from there.
1: Yeah, that's the other thing they do. I forget about that. The the players that just don't care about, they just take that one week off to Mm. have a bit of a sprint.
2: Yeah, well, there was a, there was a, it came up on the screen over the week, over this last week. There's so many points and bits and pieces they're playing for over the year that that last there was a top 10 payment that came this this um this week for over the that was paid out over the what happened over this last 12 months and not one player in the top 10 was actually playing that week oh so the Aon, Aon risk reward or whatever that's the on. that's
1: the that is the dumbest that is the don't you never know what hole it is each week there's no there's no, there's nothing to say what hole it is you don't even know who knows what hole is the aeon risk reward was that
2: hang on, was that the one that um Matthew Wolf. There was Matthew Wolf yeah. and Simone. Yeah, and there was another one where it was like, <laughs> I was looking at it going, I've never you even look at heard the top of this.
1: 10, you look at the top ten people and you're like, none of them are even contending this week. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. that's weird.
0: There's that, a lot of money. Uh There is a lot of money, and the first I'd heard about it was on the weekend watching the women play. So there's obviously a part of um, a global tour thing with Aon. It's on the, yeah, women, right. the women's, the men's. Uh, both tours and uh, yeah they were talking about that all the time on the, on the, at the women's Scottish Open it's no. par 5
1: still the best one is the Wyndham leaderboard going into the Wyndham Championship it's yep. effectively the same as the FedEx Cup leaderboard so yep. it's like double dipping like whoever whoever the dude was that convinced Wyndham to stump some money up which is effectively the same as the FedEx like <laughs> <laughs> how do you get how do you get another sponsor to yeah. like Basically, sponsor the same thing.
2: <laughs> Madness! Uh,
0: that's, okay. why the, that's why they're the Sith Lords of Pontevedra. Not for profit. Not for profit. Uh, don't not worry. for profit. Yeah, not, exactly. for profit yeah, not for profit.
1: Said their seventy-five million-dollar mansion on a moat island.
0: You just Google. with a hundred meeting rooms. <laughs> Google the PGA Tour. Not for profit organization. It does. It comes up. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so they're the notable outs. Um, I'm sure we'll see some of those guys back on the PGA Tour at some point of one way or other. How how will they get back on? Do they have to go back to the Corn Ferry? They'll pull some will pull their exemptions. Uh, the others, Cam Percy, um, yeah, Cam Percy. How does he get back on? Uh, this there's a system, and
1: I still don't understand half the ways they do it. It's it's one of those you know two girls one cup sort of scenarios. And I think you can play the next three events on the Corn Ferry to try and play your way on. I don't even know how that works out. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you don't there, then if you've got whatever kind of exemption, you might be able to get temporary status for the next year. It's like, you know, you might have a medical exemption or, I don't know, I've been in 500 ads exemption or something like that or 300 miscuts I don't know whatever exemption it is and and if it's not that then you've got to go back to um, then I think they have web.com Q school as well
2: I if, think if you finish top if you finish top 200 I think you get through you guaranteed a web card but that's great you can pick and choose where you want to go but if you don't win the coin to either go back up you're going to be plotting away there for a while. Um, but yeah, I think like, like Rocket and I said, I think maybe a couple of weeks back, you're finishing in that 126 to 150, you might get X amount of starts, and then 150 to 200 might be a couple less, but you can't pick and choose. You're not going to say, right, I'm going to play Memorial, Bay Hill. It's uh, like, no, no, no.
1: You're, you're playing Puerto Rico, <laughs> Mexico. Like, how
2: do you feel about my over?
1: Yeah, Mike over. Yeah.
2: <laughs> And and to be honest, they'll they'll be probably honestly those guys. If I was them, I'd be targeting the two um, Euro slash PGA Tour events that the that are going to be in the US, because geez, go well in those, you might end up with some reasonable points. You might end up wanting to go and spend a year playing in Europe. Who knows? Like at least it might open up some options.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the Corn ferries is the Boise. Boise, Open. Boise. Boise, um, Boise, Boise, Boise. Boise Albertson. Yep. yep. Looking forward to seeing Lucas Herbert, uh, who's back on tour with, into that event, and then he must have enough FedEx points or must have enough points to then qualify for the final stage of uh, Corn Ferry Tour PJ Tour qualifying. So let's, yeah, we need to have hmm. a look at that for next week. Um, because good, good luck. No, nah, he's
1: yeah, he's not on the FedEx. No, no
0: clock, FedEx points.
1: The,
2: there's a second. Um, there's a second um, ladder for the non-tour members oh, as FedEx fine. points. Because I remember looking at it the other week when we we're looking at Willie Z, because oh, Willie Z had enough FedEx points to be ranked 22nd on the, in the FedEx Cup, which would automatically almost get him through to that tour final. But he's not a member, so he can't go. It was weird because Garrick Higo, obviously, came over, won a oh, tournament, yeah, yeah. gets straight through. Where was Herbie on that list? I'm just pulling it up now. Yeah, I reckon he was top 10 or 15 of non-members.
0: Ninth. There you go. Yeah, so yeah, he, I think, he, I think during, for that he, he can get a start in the final stage of uh, Corn Ferry PGA Tour qualifying, something like that. Um, Gary Higo, who is um, Phil playing a money match against this week? Uh, Jolly, a- Jolly D. Joel Dana, Joel. Yeah,
2: yeah. Joel um, um, Damon and Phil versus Killer Keith Mitchell and Big Sexy, a.k.a. <laughs> you're looking at me like it's the weirdest thing you've ever heard. Harry Higgs, Big Harry Sexy. Higgs.
1: Oh, that's right. Harry Higgs. Harry, Harry Higgs.
2: Higgs. Has, as as named by Colt Most, Big Sexy. He's, he's a very funny man.
0: Harry Higgs yes. is a very funny man?
2: Both of them are. Yeah, I've yeah. heard a few podcasts of Harry Higgs. My, my boys in the States, the tour junkies, has done a couple with him over the years and he's... He's exactly what I think all of us would be like if we ever got a tour car and we're that good at golf. He just, he's enjoying it thoroughly. Yeah. And, and all those guys are. I mean, Phil's obviously a different different kettle of fish altogether. Um, but, yeah, Joel Damon and and, um, and Harry Higgs, yeah, cut from the same cloth. It's
0: great. <laughs> Jolly D's great. Hmm. So do you think Phil's just going over there to line them up and just to, you know, getting ready to uh, take their cash? Do you think that's a... he's he's up for anything like they've someone's they've taunted
1: him yeah and he's like i'm in that's it
2: and it's it's funny because um i think they're originally talking about it because they talked about you know we're not going to get invited to be on the match anytime soon so let's do this and i'm sure they've played practice rounds together before but from what you from what you hear phil could play for any amount of money and i'm pretty sure that he could put some pressure pressure on them that would make him feel a little bit nervous. To the oh, amount yeah, of money he, They might want to play for. Yeah,
1: he doesn't mind a press. Mm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> doesn't mind a press because he doesn't. He doesn't mind because the other thing as well. He he's willing to lose it.
2: Yeah, yeah. And they're not. None of them are sure for cash. Don't get me wrong. No. it's not that. It's just. Are they going to Vegas? No, nah, they're playing. It's tomorrow, and their practice round oh, at in Liberty. The practice round. Because <laughs>
1: yeah. I know Jolly D sometimes goes to vegas with a few of the guys yeah actually i think it's colt and yep. jolly d and a few go and do some um, um money games yep. at uh, shadow creek yeah
0: nice <laughs> it was good to see phil just whipping out the Wanamaker maker again just to you know flex on his post there you know hey guys this is, so the- just, <laughs> this is the Wanamaker. maker <laughs> so good <laughs> oh dear all right so northern trust who's going to win that
2: uh, look, I, everything points to John Rahm, but there's no fun. Like With all due respect to John Rahm, there's no fun betting on John Rahm because his odds are too short. Um, after that, DJ, not too far away, and Spieth. But um, the two that I'm probably going to concentrate on would be Webb Simpson and Scotty Scheffler. They're, they're my five, but I don't I don't really like betting on the guys that are, that are the favourites. So Spieth, Simpson, and Scheffler, the three S's
0: mine. Spieth. Simpson, Scheffler. Yep. And you're not going to bet on the two that you think will win, but uh, that's...
2: Uh, oh, look, it, it's it's when I look at them all and sack them all up, and Berger's the other one that's in there, you know, it, it's one of those ones where I look at it and say, if I'm going to part with, you know, $50 this week on betting, whatever it's going to be, so I can
0: put... Half a Minwoo. You're, you're going to... Yeah, have no, one, no. Half a Minwoo.
2: If, if I'm going to put... Even if I want to put $20 on the golf this week, I can put... I can put money on him and, and, and John Rahm's the favourite. He's paying like $10. I can win $200 and that, that'd that be awesome. Or I could have $5 on four different guys at 30 and 40 to one. I'd much prefer to do that because as much as John Rahm stacks up and is the best player in the world, he's one of 124 players that are playing this week. So the odds of me getting it perfectly right with one person isn't as isn't as good a chance as me picking four that I like and having five on each. That's
1: yeah, why I was. Well, and he's fin- yeah, and he's, he's,
2: fi- he's also finished top 10 twice there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, there's nothing that you look at the form, how he goes there, um, nothing. It all looks really good except for his odds.
0: So, um, yeah. any other, yeah, just behind the scenes uh, spreadsheet sort of intel on you know, why?
2: Liberty. Yeah. yeah. So, Liberty is a course where um, you're going to need to be pretty good off the of tee. Um, Putting is pretty key are um, the main stats that I've been looking at, or the two of the main stats, I should say. Um, it's a bit funny because they don't go there a lot. It's hard because a lot of the stats that then get dictated by specific winners. So say they've only played three real tournaments here, the Northern Trust in 2019, I think Paddy Reid won, and then I think Adam Scott won there, you know, five or six years before that, you know, whatever it was. And so you get these three tournaments and it, it's not a good amount of numbers that go into to give you a better data set. If you look at something like last week, it's a much better idea because the course they played at Sedgefield, was it Sedgefield last week, I
1: think? Yeah, correct. Uh,
2: there's, they've played there for so long, you, you can the attributes stack up much, much easier. Whereas here, um, you look at the players, they'll sort of say, yeah, you need to be a long enough hitter. Um, you need to be pretty good to Green and you need to be able to pop. Well, that pretty much is everywhere, effectively. But I'm really looking at um, the basics of being able to hit it off the tee and putt, and then cross check that with how are you playing coming into the tournament. I want to see someone that's got form, um, and I want to see someone that played well here before. So if you two years ago you played well here, well then my gut says you like playing here, or at least you you, you have played well enough here that that you're going to give me a chance. But it's it's just tricky because lots of guys have never played here, um, and yeah, the data set's just not there.
0: Okay. For a normal week. Uh, Rocket Man, who are you fancying?
1: Oh, I, f- I feel a little bit of Brooks, only because everyone is writing articles saying that he's bullying people. So I think he just might be that little spur that he
2: needs. This could be the week. This could be the week he ends up partnered with him on the weekend. I thought you were
1: yep.
0: going to say punching him. Well, that's okay.
1: And then that that would be my pick for the week. And then I, I'm I'm feeling a little this is more there's no science in this one. I'm thinking Mr. Poulter and Oh hello. Yeah, hello. Yeah, Mr. Poulter would be my little bit of an outsider.
2: Yep. Oh look, he's he's got the hunger, you know, where he wants to be playing in a couple of weeks' time, so
1: Eerate air Cap.
2: <laughs> Can't wait. It's gonna be awesome. It is.
1: He's going for, he need he's and he, I've been as Everyone knows I love following him on Instagram, and his um, stuff over the last few weeks has been just gold. But he's working hard. He's been playing all right in the last sort of you know few months. So
0: yeah, I can I can feel it. I can feel it. He should play well. Has he got any form, uh, Mike, in the rundowns of uh, around Liberty National? I did. look, I
2: did. Uh, I can say that pretty quickly. Actually, I don't think he. No, he hasn't been too. He. Not finished a couple of years. Finished tenth in 2019. My numbers are saying, but that oh, could be wrong. Unless one's on. picking up the wrong one.
1: Hang on, let me have a look. Oh no, he did too.
2: So tenth at St Jude, and then tenth here last time. That's not bad numbers at all, mate. You might have you might have found one there. He's sixty-seven dollars. <laughs> Um, <laughs> everyone if you are having a bet make sure you gambling responsibly uh
0: that clicking you can hear <laughs> <and> the, <laughs> i'm not taking that you're advice.
2: gonna have to, you're gonna <laughs> have to edit, out, edit out the clicking later
0: oh goodness uh, yeah me i have zero knowledge compared to you two uh, gentlemen about uh all of these things, but I go with I'm an omen better. You know, if we were if we were standing at the races, and not that that's happened yeah. for a long time, I'd be looking through and picking the horses with the names uh, and the colours. And uh, if we were at the dogs, I'd be uh, be choosing number seven, only number seven, only ever number seven. <laughs> I'm that sort of you know, <clears throat> picker, or I'd be looking for something. You know, the, the silks they have to have the the white, blue, yeah. and white saltire. You know, and the, I don't know who runs in those, but blue, I'll, the the blue the the,
1: the or the off white, the white, the ivory, or the beige. <laughs>
0: Well, the blue and white saltire uh, in the silks. Um, but I like Ian Poulter, And if I could, um, put half a min woo and uh, who else did who? What are the, what's the other currency of um? You know that we talk, talk about, Mike. Previs,
2: Ma- the Morikawa. The
0: Morikawa I'd have half a half a half a min woo and a Morikawa on uh, Ian Poulter to finish top five. There you
2: go. Your um No Top Scott more, market. I was gonna say more importantly. Exactly. Top Scott. <laughs>
0: this is where I come to the come to the So floor. we've got uh <laughs> Except, we've got
2: two players here. I uh, got Marty nice. Laird at a dollar eighty and Russell Knox at a dollar ninety one. Um,
0: this pair. Uh it's a Marty Laird fest. Okay. Party Marty. Party Marty. Lock it in. Yep. Okay. Even though even though Rusty's carrying the top fifty form in uh top fifty as in the 50, 50 bet 50, 50 50 chance of him being top scott. Yeah, uh, last week. Um, yeah, we'll go with um, Marty Laird.
2: Well, Marty Laird played here last time around, finished eighty third, which is not good. Uh, not you know, let's maybe had a bad weekend. What about Rusty? And Rusty missed the cut. I don't know how he finished eighty third. Gee whiz, is a okay. pretty long cut? Long cut there if they finished eighty third.
1: I think they still play the full four rounds, or they have a fifty-four hole cut. I can't they remember. Do,
2: they definitely do a cut this time, but um, they might have done top. Back then, it might have been top 70s and ties, and 83, you could have had easily had 10 or 12 guys tied for 80, like 73rd or something like that. Hmm. Gee, that's a long weekend, though. There's some early tea times, and 80 something players make it through the cut In New York, it's supposed to be a little bit wet, some thunderstorms possible. Yeah, don't know. Be interesting week this week. A friend of mine played there a little while ago, and he's it's one of the greatest guys you're ever going to meet. Terrible golfer. Had a mate who's a member there, and um, went over there on a, a boys trip and played there. And sent me a message said I played golf today. So where'd you play? I said Liberty National. I said, where'd you really play? I said no, it's where we played. And then the next week he played at um, Austin Country Club. So ticked off two PGA Tour uh, oh, courses geez. inside of um, inside of a week, and he's he's got he plays enough golf that his golf clubs have been sitting in my car since April. So <laughs> that sums up where Rick is.
0: Okay. Well, Rick, uh, if you ever need uh, a plus one for any of your PGA Tour stops in the future, <laughs> you, got, yeah, you could roll the dice here. Yeah, uh, exactly. Very good. Uh, Europe, where's, uh, where are they playing in Europe?
2: Europe is a bit of a light field this week. They're playing at the Czech Masters, and uh, Rockets, mate, the boy from Bratislava has flown straight off from Sedgefield, straight over there to pick it up. He's the third favourite, Rory Sabatini. Uh, Sam Horsfield, Danny Willett's there, Callum Shinkwin, George Kurtzey, Ryan Fox. Uh, there's a few players. It's you know, it's a Padres there. It's it's not a big event. It's um, lightish field.
0: Uh, apologies to for mistakenly saying that uh, Rory Sabatini was Slovenian. It's obviously from the Slovak Republic or Slovakia. Whatever uh, is it, Slovak Republic or Slovakia?
2: He's from South Africa, but that's all I remember.
0: Who, who, who he represented at the Olympics and won. <laughs> yeah, silver, silver for, thanks very much. No, he's a Slovakian. <laughs> yeah, Slovakian, yeah. So I said Slovenian and someone corrected me on the Instagram post and uh, uh. I, I apologised then and I'm apologising again to uh, Rory. Um, still, I wonder if he'll turn up with the, the, the silver. I wonder if he'll just flex flex out with the silver. He'd Why have to, not? Or, yeah. He'd have to take it and put it in his bag and everyone would be showing around like a show and tell. You, you think so? Yeah, just roll up. Yeah. yeah, before you roll up to the practice tee with it around your neck. Yeah. Why not? I reckon I'd, if I could have a Minwoo and a Morikawa on that, I reckon uh, I'd it'd be a it. safe bet. Yep. Yeah. Uh, if, if anyone is in the European tour over there at the uh, Czech Masters.
1: Use it as a marker on the first hole. <laughs> send,
0: <laughs> exactly. There you go. Uh, send, us, <laughs> send us a picture.
1: Just reach into the pocket. Mark it with the silver medal. <laughs> I,
0: bet, uh, be I, I, I bet that is going to happen. If anyone's I would do that. If anyone sees that or hears of it, report in, please. Uh, Be our eyes and ears. Uh, Anything else, gents? No, not for me. No? Plans for the rest of the week?
1: Um, No, not a lot. (laughs) I'd actually get some golf in because, you know, even though I rag on it for the FedEx Career Cup thing, it's a good finish to the season, see who wins some dosh. There's some players playing for some places in the Ryder Cup teams, you know, from Europe and also... Um, the US as well. There's plenty of people sort of on the bubble. So they want to hit some form so they can, you know, the US guys are trying to get Mr. Captain Stricker's attention. You know, it's going to make for an interesting couple of weeks because yeah. I think he picks, has to make his picks after the tour championship, I believe.
0: Okay. How's the lawn looking out there uh, in the uh, Rocket Central? Oof. Well, terrible. Okay.
1: I, I made the back the other day. Yeah. And that was a bit feral. All right. You got the front. The front's a bit, because nah, it's just so wet, just yeah. so wet, so um, it's Husk, a bit challenging. Husqvarna doesn't like going out the hills <clears> in the wet. No, it's 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 more the there's yeah. a couple of spots that just you get a lot of just underlying water underneath and it's yeah. just really soft. So there's a couple of areas where I effectively have to cut it with a whipper snipper. Otherwise, if I drove the husky through there, you know, I'm, I might as well make a video of crusty demons or something like that.
0: I <laughs> mate. Um, <laughs> Mark, did you did you know that uh, Rocket's got a lawn fetish, like up there with Mark Leishman. Sort I, of part, I, I did hear
2: that. I haven't seen any um, vision, but I have. I have been told, yeah.
0: He's got a front yard big enough to put a you know sort of three hole par three course in there, but I, I I think he's banned from hitting any wedges on there, or he bans himself. He doesn't want to put a divot in the um, cocky. This is always a fescue blend that he <laughs> runs out there. It's not what
2: style, are, it? what's it running on the stump at the moment? <laughs>
0: Did we overseed for the winter? It's running at about 0. 0.1. <laughs> did you put, are we, are we, what winter grass did we go with this year, Rocket? Whatever's growing.
1: <laughs> it, it, it hasn't had the love and attention that it, the, it uh, so deserves. Um, yeah, so a lot of plans.
0: Uh, Mitchell not, Mitchell not, Driver not, um, or any of the other greenkeeping uh, and superintendenting uh, fraternity that listen, if you want to give Rocket any tips for his lawn as it comes out of winter and you know gets into the growing season, what he should do.
1: I watch the the you know you watch the lawn tips guy. Guy that used to be a greenkeeper at um, uh, Orange, I think mean, Orange Golf Club. Now he's got his own YouTube channel full time. Oh really? Oh yeah. It's it's lawn
0: heaven <laughs> lawn, lawn Porn. oh dear <laughs> uh gents on that uh, frivolous note thank you for listening uh thank you for participating sorry to uh you two fine gentlemen and uh for you listening at home or on the commute or the walk wherever you're doing thank you uh share this like it subscribe because that's the only thing that helps this podcast keep growing keeps these guys turning up is uh the feedback uh the adulation the claps and the uh share some subscribes uh that's what we need So can you help us out and share
1: uh, and just make sure if, you know, if I'm not loose enough, you know, if I need to be a bit looser, because as we say, a loose rocket is a ratings rocket.
0: (laughs) If you've listened to this far, right. Okay, here we go. I've always got something to pull out of the bottom drawer. (laughs) I like these tricks. Can I tell you about the time You, you guys drink wine, right? Yes. Yep. Uh, you, you know I don't drink. I uh, haven't had a drink for ten or so years. Um, but I did used to drink, uh, and I used to like wine. And my dad was a forty-year veteran of the Hunter Valley wine industry. Um, very well-known campaigner up there in the Hunter Valley. Uh, if you listened to this far, Dad, you probably didn't. He, pre- he turns off. Te- he turns off after ten minutes. Say, I don't listen to it too long. I can't listen to that too long. <laughs> what, what is rocket talking about? Uh, I can't listen. It's all right, but I can't even listen to that for too long. It's all right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Tyrrells had a, f- a famous wine. The 1976 Pinot Noir, uh, and it won, like, the Gold Millet Trophy. Now, if you know you wine... Did you say 1976? 1976 uh, Pinot Noir. It's a vintage year, that one. <clears throat> well, it wasn't the hunter, and the Pinot Noir, the the, the Burgundy star, won the um, Gold Millet Trophy, which is like the, the Wine Olympics, uh, won a gold yeah. medal at that. And uh, there was a bottle under the bar one day at, at Tyrrell's, and uh, I don't know what it was there, and my mates and I had our eye on it because we used to drink a bit of wine, we used to work up there, and my dad came and gave it away to someone and uh, he just like it was like he took it from in front of us and said take that it might not have been a 76 but it was like that that type of wine and it was that sort of steed of standing and he gave it away um but you like a wine
2: i yeah yeah, very partial to wine and one of the best things about playing golf with you at pk that day was when you won longest drive and first prize was a bottle of wine and you gave it to me (laughs)
0: because you didn't want to uh, you got the bad day for me to win long drive. I won a long drive there uh, a couple of weeks later or whenever it was um, after that, and I won a driver.
2: Yeah, uh, that's well, what you
0: needed too. Uh, exactly. What what sort of – it was a very nice prize. Um, <laughs> a long drive – uh, I read something that, about this uh, recently. Why is it on long drives you win a driver and on the – yeah, you know, any putting, you know, in the nearest opinion, when a putting, a putter or So like when that. they'd hand it over, you just want to snap it over your knee and go, why would I need this? <laughs> i got the trophy that's sitting up behind me up there. That's the thing. No, anything that I want. I gave the driver away. Um. Anyway, where was I going? Uh, pulling you're through, get, through. You're, pulling you're
2: through. about to give away a bottle of 1976 Tyrrell or something.
0: Correct. So I'm going to do the equivalent of it oh. in the My Love of Golf podcast sense. That's where I was going. Thanks for bringing me back on track, Mike. Uh, I've got a couple of extra t shirts there. Whoever writes the best review, if you got to this far, you're a de- dedicated fan. If you go on and write a review on iTunes, write us a review and mention something that says about t shirt. I will send you a My Love of Golf t shirt. Um, the boys have got one. Matty Mollick has got one, the, the test pilot. One going across the Phoenix. You could get the next one. If you leave us a review, the best review that says something about the T-shirt. If you get this far and do that, that that'd help us. And uh, I'll send you a T-shirt. Giddy
2: up. Um, like
0: it. Uh, it's not a 76 Pinot Noir from Tyrrells, but... Uh, oh, I, was, I, was,
2: I was actually going to write a review for the wine. It's, I've already got a T-shirt.
0: Uh, <laughs> but I do have... It's not wine, but I've got something else teed up for you two blokes. Um, I'm putting... I'm always working on something, and I've got something special teed up for you two blokes where we will be doing... It, it's a tasting of some sort, uh, not wine. We'll be doing it as part of the podcast.
2: Like it. Ball wash it water?
0: (laughs) No, 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 no. Definitely not. Is
1: this a private club, a public club? (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. I can taste uh, hot dots.
0: Anyway, I've I've whetted the interest there enough, and I'll leave it at that. Uh, If you've listened this far, thank you for participating. Um, Until next time on the and Book Off podcast, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.